Hey everybody, this is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV. Today we're going to be talking about autoformers for RVs and low voltage that can be found in RV parks and whether you need an autoformer or not. So that's what's going to be taking place on the show. Today's show is episode number 63 on Radio Arizona RV. Again, this is Eric Stark, your host. Welcome to the show. Before we get into the episode and the nuts and bolts of the autoformer, just a reminder, you know, this we're in the middle of the COVID pandemic here in the United States. It's still going strong, but we are up and running with RV parts, with our slide-out awning fabrics, with our sunshade products. The only things that have changed a little bit for us as far as what we can get are Dometic and Solera patio awning fabrics. For the time being, we're using Carefree of Colorado because they're up and running. They have a good product, a little more money, but we've switched to them. So that's kind of where we're at. You know, we're still working. A lot of businesses aren't. Even in the RV industry, a lot of manufacturers have shut down, like Solera and Lipper Components. They've shut down. Dometic is barely running. I think they're barely running most of the time anyways. But we are up and running. We're shipping product every day. I want to let you know that because we've been getting phone calls, you know, people saying, hey, at least you're open, you're answering your phone, things like that. And I don't know if that means anything, if it's just a fluke or, or coincidence we're getting the phone calls why this pandemic is going on. Today, episode number 63, Hughes Autoformers, to be more specific about the brand. And Hughes Autoformers has been making autoformers for I'm not sure how many decades now. I'm going to say two for sure, maybe longer. They make a good product, and it's a product that I would get behind, no problem. Now, in the past, though, there was another brand that I actually preferred that is still shown on a website. I'm not going to name, say the name of the website, but they uh, they show the five best autoformers for 2020, and their website is dead wrong. Because <laughs> they show the PowerMaster VC50, and PowerMaster is no longer in existence. The link to the website even says that, hey, we're no longer making this product. PowerMaster had a great product at one point in time. And I, I'm not going to bore you with the details of the history, but I knew the owner of PowerMaster, awesome product. And at, at that time, I felt it was a better product than Hughes Autoformer. We sold hundreds of them. We were behind it. Never had a problem with them. Things were awesome. But they are gone. So we can't look at the past. And there's one other company mentioned on this website is Southwire. They make a uh, autoformer as well. I'm just going to stick with the Hughes autoformer. That's the brand I'm going to recommend. So this website, you know, you have to be careful online. There's a lot of companies that they build these websites. I'm going to get off a little side sidebar here, but they build these websites as like the best of or, you know, the reviews, and they give you pros and cons of different products. It's RV, household, automotive. I don't really look at these websites as a trustworthy source. And the reason why is all they're doing is supplying a link to Amazon where they sell the product and they get a commission. And their information is always positive. They don't really show the cons of a product. They might list a few, like this particular website does. 
but they're going to sell you. They want you to buy one of these products. They don't care which one you buy, but they want you to buy one of them. So be careful. You know, generally the manufacturer's website has all the, the facts that you need. And then you want to hear what people on the street are saying about it or talk to RV stores or, hey, listen to this podcast and listen to me because I listen to my customers and I do a lot of research on stuff. Before I get behind a product, I have to know it's not going to be a problem for my customer and for me. It has to be a good product. And Hughes Autoformers have proven to be a good product. I don't want to bash the entire internet, but just be careful when you go to websites. Sometimes they're not always working in your best interest. They're working in the best interest of selling you a product. Now, Autoformers. Hughes Autoformers, be specific. And I do own a Hughes Autoformer. I've had it for probably 12 years. And out of those 12 years, I've probably had it plugged in, I don't know, for maybe two years. If you were to run it, you know, day in, day out, I'd say two years. I haven't had any problems with it. So I can't, you know, say that it works absolutely awesome for, you know, 10 years straight because I don't know. I've owned it for 10 years, more than 10 years. It still works. But like I said, I've probably had about two years, maybe a little bit longer of straight runtime on it. No problems with it. But have I ever had any problems with low voltage? That's another question. So that's the question you have to ask yourself. Have you had any problems with low voltage? And that's going to depend on the RV park you go to. It's going to depend on your RV, you know, and how many electronics are on it. Is it jam-packed with electronics like all your new RVs, modern RVs? Well, I shouldn't say all of them. Some of them still aren't. You know, you still get trailers that are pretty basic. You know, they just, you know, the same things are there. Maybe they're a little more, oh, fancier today, work a little bit better, but they don't really have that much more electronics in them. But a lot of your motorhomes do, Class A, Class C motorhomes, they have more electronics in them. Your higher-end trailers do, fifth wheels. So an RV park, if it's built for today's RV, it's going to have ramped up power. They're going to build for that. They're going to look at what's out on the market today, and they're going to build for that. At least that's what they should be doing. Whereas an older RV park, you know, it was built in the 70s. It was built for the RVs then. Pretty basic. They had a refrigerator in them, a converter, and some interior lights that ran off the battery. So there wasn't a lot to it. You know, maybe an air conditioner, probably not even a microwave. I don't think they had microwaves then. Things have evolved, and the parks, as they get built, they evolve, but a park does become old. Eventually, it becomes an old RV park. So whether it can keep up with the demands of the modern RV or with all the different RVs there camping at the one time, you know, especially at night during the summertime, you know, if the RV park's full, people have their air conditioners on, lights on, everything's running, can it keep up with those demands? And that's the, the big question. And if it can't keep up with the demands and they are providing low power, or low voltage that can damage your your um, electronics in your RV over time. It's not going to destroy it that day in most cases. I mean, there are, you know, times where a pedestal is wired wrong, something happens at the RV park and everything in an RV burns out. That does happen. But that's not every day. That's not an everyday occurrence. And I know also from experience being in Arizona, we were right across the street from, I think, five RV parks. I never really heard of low voltage problems in the parks and they were of all different ages. You know, people weren't coming in with, you know, day after day, Hey, my microwave burned out. Hey, my coffee pot burned out. Hey, this burned out, that burned out. It just wasn't happening. So do those parks have low voltage problems? Probably not. Now you'd have to, you know, monitor that. You'd have to have a meter and check it, you know, and 
at different times during the day. There's things you'd have to do to really isolate that if they did. But I would say, you know, as an educated guest, no. And then, you know, at my house, I had a family member living in my trailer for about three years, and I didn't have the auto former hooked up to it. Just plugged it into my house one day, and the person moved in, and that was it. You know, just let it ride. And so they used the microwave, they used the refrigerator, all that kind of stuff in the RV. Everything worked for three years. It still works today, and it's been, you know, four years on top of that. So it was a low-voltage problem at my house? I don't think so. Maybe because it's a home. You know, you got a 100-amp service going into it, but, you know, had a lot of stuff running in my house. Nonetheless, it wasn't a problem. So you're going to have to determine whether it's a problem or not. And I'm not trying to be negative on this. It's just the reality of it. I think if you have a low-voltage issue, you should take care of it if you can, you know. And I mean take care of it by buying a Hughes Auto Former. But the question really is, do you need one or not? And every park's going to be different. And, you know, these auto formers, you can go to their website, and they're going to give you all the little specs on how it works and, you know, the, the ins and outs of the technology. And they actually have a link that says Auto Former University. They have the RV park problem. They explain the RV parks, the problems they have there. Why do you need an auto former? How does it work? Installation procedures. Pretty straightforward stuff. You know, do you need an auto former? That's the big question. And, you know, if you have the money and you don't ever want to worry about low power again, then, yeah, you need an auto former. Just buy one. Don't even think about it. You know, you can get a 50-amp one. I think they have them on their website on sale for, like, under 800 bucks. I can actually beat their price, come in cheaper than they can. But... That's not what we're doing here. We're not trying to sell you auto formers, at least not for me anyways, but it's a decision you have to make. You know, do auto formers work? Yes, they do work. Do they solve problems? Yes, they solve the problem of low voltage. And they actually have surge protectors built into theirs as well. That's what I'm reading on their website. I don't think that's always been the case, but a surge protector being built into it is very nice. And these auto formers, they do sell surge protectors as well. So for the guy who doesn't want to buy the auto former, you know, the, for low voltage issues, they do sell surge protectors. So I would say, you know, anything Hughes sells is probably a good product. They've been doing this for a long time and I think they understand electricity. I know they understand a lot better than I do. And I'm looking at their website right now and they got one of these little annoying things that pop up and shows every time somebody bought something. So people are buying stuff on their website if that means anything to you. <laughs> you know, do you need one? You're going to have to analyze the demands of your RV and the park you go to. What's in your RV? If you have a microwave, a refrigerator, a furnace, and an air conditioner, and you go to one park all the time, or you're running off your generator all the time, or you don't use your air conditioner and you're just dry camp, you're running off your batteries, you know, you don't have to think about it. It's not a big deal. If you're dry camping, you don't have anything to plug it into anyways. If you're running off your generator, I don't know that I'd be concerned about it. Because if your generator is running right, it's going to be providing the power you need. And, you know, the the power supplies today, people a lot of times have problems at home, and they carry that over to their RV, thinking, I have to solve this problem in my RV as well. But, you know, power, low voltage is not just that common of a thing throughout the United States. 
So again, it goes back to where you're RVing at or peace of mind. You know, and I got my autoformer. It was when I was switching over to the Powermaster VC50s or the Powermaster brand. And I had some autoformers in stock. I couldn't get rid of one. So I just took it and put it in my RV and used that. I tested the Powermaster ones and they worked great. But I just kept the Hughes autoformer as fine. You know, I wasn't overly concerned about it. But I just did it more so could I can use that one, see how it works, and it works fine because, you know, I heard a lot of negative about them. This is years ago. But, you know, when you use it, sometimes you get past the negativity. You know, you realize, hey, that's just people talking. It's not a big deal. So the bottom line is, you know, if you're going to be concerned about power and low voltage and you have a newer RV, you have a lot of expensive electronics in it, and you don't want to have to worry about replacing it, then I would just buy one. Just spend the money. You know, it's going to be money well spent. You're never going to have to worry about it again. You know, it has LED lights on there. There's things that are going to tell you if the power is good, bad, or indifferent. And the other thing to think about, too, is, you know, maybe just the microwave is the only thing in your RV that could really be affected by low voltage. Let's just pretend. Now, microwaves are a dime a dozen. You can go to Home Depot and get a microwave for 50 bucks. And that microwave will probably run for years. But, you know, it is designed for a home. It's going to sit on a counter. Most microwaves and RVs are built in. And that's where the, the rub is. Because that built-in microwave is much harder to replace, to find something that's going to fit right in. And generally, they're much more expensive. And that's my experience. Over the years, someone says, I have a built-in microwave. doesn't matter what brand it is. Sometimes you can find it. Sometimes you can't. You can't find anything that will work in that spot. So that means they have to have someone come in, make something work, you know, build, re, you know, or add on to the cabinets or, you know, do something completely different, set it on a counter. They have to do something different. They have to make a big change. And that's one of the drawbacks about built-in microwaves and RVs. They're not around forever. You know, you're kind of at the mercy of that brand. If it's Dometic, you might be able to get it for a year or two. If it's Samsung or Magic Chef, Kenmore, whatever, you might be able to get them for a year or two and that's it. But I've found microwaves for customers that were in the price range of six to $800 to replace a built-in microwave. And they're like, I'm not spending that kind of money and I don't blame them. Especially when you can go to Home Depot and get a microwave for 50 bucks. So they just, no, we're not going to do that. That's what you have to consider, too, is, you know, protecting the microwave. Because at first glance, you might say, well, that's not a big deal to replace. But in reality, it could be a very big deal and very expensive. And I'm not saying that's with every microwave that's in every RV. You know, it depends on the manufacturer, the brand they use, the size they use. You know, if they used a common size, if they used an uncommon size. You know, there's not a standard size, but there's... Sizes that are a little more common, used more often. So those are things to consider as well. So, you know, that's a big problem or can be a big problem down the road. You know, maybe five years from now, your RV is five years old, six years old, and microwave goes out, maybe due to low power, low voltage. You know, the Hughes Autoformer could have saved it and save you some time and headache there. But by the same token, you have to also look at your RV like, well, if my microwave died, would it matter? You know, like me personally, probably not. I would check to see if 
there's one that'd fit. If there's one that doesn't fit, it wouldn't be a big deal. I'd just get one, put it on the counter and call it a day. That's me though. Not everybody does it like that. So you have to look at your own circumstances. In Hughes Auto Formers, they make a great product. So if you're considering one of these, I would just stick with that. I wouldn't really look at any other brand, which the only other brand is Southwire that I know of. Power Master is gone. It makes your, your decision a lot easier. It's just whether you need one or not. And if you go to their website, you know, it has all the, the techno stuff and the things that probably doesn't mean a whole lot to anybody unless you're really into electronics, you understand how everything works. And if you understand how all the electronics work, then that's going to make sense to you. But the bottom line is, if you want to control the, the power going into your RV and protect it from surges, the Hughes Autoformer is it. A surge protector can be, you know, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, depending on what you get. And more, you know, you might have to pay to have it installed as well. If it's an inline surge protector, you have to look at that. Look at that in the equation too. If you were to spend, let's say $800 for an auto former and it comes with a surge protector built into it, you know, that's all in one and it's pretty easy to install. You just plug it in, you know, it comes with a cord on it. You plug in your cord to one side, plug it into the uh, pedestal. Real simple. You know, you compare those differences too. If you're going to spend $300 or more on a surge protector, why not just put the money into an auto former? You're already spending about half of it anyways. So that's something to consider as well. And that's definitely, you know, a selling point for the auto former, but it makes more sense. You know, why not just buy the whole package in one? And I have a tendency of looking at my RV a little bit different than a lot of people. I don't worry about stuff as much because I'm in the business. I'm in the industry. If something breaks, I fix it myself. I don't overthink a lot of this. You know, it doesn't keep me awake at night. That's for sure. But when you have to pay people to do stuff and you're at their mercy, it's sometimes you have to really plan ahead a little bit. What's the best thing for me? Right. Not what's the best thing for them, but what's the best thing for you? And so, you know, you'll have to look at it that way. Now, somebody who has, you know, 50 surge protectors in stock, they're probably going to try to sell you a surge protector over an auto former. Where I think, you know, you're looking at the big picture. If you're going to spend 300 bucks on one, why not just spend 800 and have it done? Then you're covered. But again, it goes back to your RV, where you're camping at, because not every RV park has low power problems. Even some older ones don't have issues. So it really depends on where you're going. And I've heard some RV parks don't even want to see a Hughes Autoformer hooked up to their pedestal because they have misconceptions about how it works, that it actually draws power, it, it consumes more electricity, it does all these weird things. So you might even run into that with a Hughes Autoformer. But I wouldn't, you know, lose sleep over that. There's probably a few parks and I, and probably with a little bit of information, they probably understand. And I'm sure if there was a problem, you could probably get Hughes to call them and explain how it works. And they would probably be more friendly towards it. I don't think that's a huge di- issue, but it does happen. You know, owners of RV parks sometimes are managers. They look at things a little bit different. They're trying to protect their interests for better or worse. That's kind of the wrap up on these auto formers, whether it's Hughes or any other brand. I mean, Hughes is basically one of two brands today, so it makes it real simple. And I would just go with that. Now, if you look at the Southwire one, I didn't look at the pricing on it. Um, I've looked at them in the past and they seemed like they are about the same price range as the Hughes. 
and power masters off the market. So it makes it simple. So I would just get one. If you, that's what you feel you need, you can get a 30 amp one, a 50 amp one, and it's going to solve your low voltage problems. And if you're not sure if you have them, well, this will solve it. Then you know you don't have it. And you know, I, I didn't, I'm doing this episode because I was asked to do this by somebody, actually someone who listens to the podcast, which I appreciate it because it's actually good information because I do get questions about this in the store as well. Go to their website, decide whether it's in your budget or not, if your RV needs it or not, and if the parks you go to have problems or not. And the parks aren't going to tell you if they have a problem. You're just going to have to check the voltage at the pedestal, maybe different times during the day, night, or maybe just not even worry about it. But if you have the 800 bucks and just spend it, buy one, then you're done with it. That's pretty straightforward there. That wraps it up. Hughes Autoformers. I think it's a, I'm not going to say a must have, but it's a good product to have. They are, they have been around for a long time. They have a good reputation. They take care of their product. They stand behind it. And that's something to also think about too. You know, it's not a product they just sell. Then you're stuck with it down the road with problems. They do stand behind the product. And that's something you don't find that often anymore today. You know, more and more companies are just throwing customer service out the window. Hey, this is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV. I want to thank you for tuning in today. And if my voice sounds a little rough, it is. I've had some sinus problems. I do not have COVID-19. I'm not affected. But I've had sinus problems for about a week now, and it's just getting into my throat today. So thanks for your patience in dealing with that. So again, this is Eric Stark with Radio Arizona RV. 